Okay, let's begin. Let's begin uh, to try and understand as best as we can the the avoda of Rosh Hashanah, where we don't have to um, explain the significance of the power of Rosh Hashanah, or let me say even better, uh, it's not, not so much the power as much as the, um, um, to say the word important is not enough, it's more than important, it's more essential to a person's um, existence in the world. Um, I want to just give a little bit of a, of a general concept of Rosh Hashanah, and then we'll get more into the specific specifics of Rosh Hashanah. And I uh, encourage questions for clarifications, uh, that we clarify what it is that we can do. Um, I, I want to put tshuva on the side for a second. Tshuva, just one aspect in parentheses, because this will all come into teshuva. The Rosh Hashanah is the first day of Aseris Yemei Teshuvah. There are ten days of Teshuvah. It begins with the first moment of Rosh Hashanah, and it ends really with it ends with uh, Ni'ila Yom Kippur, but really ultimately ends on Simchas Torah. But the Aseris Yemei Teshuvah begins on Rosh Hashanah. I'm not going to so much get into the Teshuvah aspect. You'll, you'll, we'll, we'll maybe weave it in a little bit because I don't want people here, I, I don't want a lot of people get confused of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and I'll hate and I'm bad and I did wrong. Rosh Hashanah has nothing to do with that. Rosh Hashanah has nothing to do with my Averis, it has nothing to do with what I did. It really, in a certain way, has nothing to do with me. But I'm, I'm not, not, not getting there yet. That's the Avoda of. Yom Kippur, that's the avoda of the heart. That's the avoda of the heart. Rosh Hashanah is the avoda of the Rosh. It's the avoda of the Rosh Hashanah. It's the head. So now just to give a little bit of a perspective of what Rosh Hashanah is in, in, in context of Sukkot and in context of the whole entire year. Rosh Hashanah, if you imagine, is the head of the year. The head of the year doesn't really do anything. The head of the year, why is it called Yom HaZikaron? Which means what? Yom HaZikaron means what? What's Zikaron? Memory. Where's your memory? In your head. If you look in the Gemara, it's actually a Tosos. Tosos in Rosh Hashanah says straight out, it's a Machlokas when the world was created. Everybody knows this Gemara? Who knows this Gemara? Right? It's a Machlokas. Machlokas when the world was created. Was it created? Yeah, when the world... Let me, let me be a little Nisan, bit even hard. Oh, Nisan or Tishrei, even though it's not even true, because it wasn't created in Tishrei. When was it created? In what? In Elul. Chavhei. Chavhei Elul. So the Rosh Hashanah, which we're going to talk about, that we celebrate, is not when the world was created, because it says Hayom Haras. We're going to say Hayom Haras Olam. What does Haras Olam mean? Hara. Hey Rayon. What does Hey Rayon mean? You're pregnant. Haras is that you're not born. A woman who's pregnant did not have a baby. 
she's anticipating a baby. So the Gemara says, and the Tosos, Rabbeinu Tam actually, it's Rabbeinu Tam, says that there was the world created just for argument's sake, in meaning was man created. Because it doesn't matter that the world was created. That we're going to talk about more in the detail of Rosh Hashanah. Who cares that the world was created? We don't need trees and birds and water and mountains if there is no man to exist in here. So that's a separate thing. But what's the point? The point is, is that Rabbeinu Tom says, Eilu ve'elu divrelekim chayim. Go figure that one out. They're both true. How could they both be true? How could it be that the world was created in, in today, t- yesterday, a few days ago, on Tishrei, and the world is created on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Machlokas Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua. How could it be they're both true? So what does Rabbeinu Tam say? Rabbeinu says, Allah b'machshava. So God had in mind to create the world on Rosh Hashanah. But when did he actually create it? In Pesach time. Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And that we like. that's it. So wait, so how does that work out? You know how that works out? What happens in the springtime? What starts happening? Things start sprouting. Things start growing. Things start actually becoming. What is that? That's the reality of what? Of what happened when? Tishrei. And that's where it's all up in Machshava. Yom Hazikaron. Where is it? My head. Rosh Hashanah. Why do we count the years from Tishrei? What? We count the years from Tishrei. Okay, good. Say it. Good. Put that on the side. Good. Okay, we also do Yom Adin, Rosh Hashanah. Good. There's a Yom Adin on, on, on otherwise, on other things also. Okay, that's number one. That's in the context of the year. That's in the context of the year, which is your year. Now, we are, by the way, we right now are at the, at the tail end. We're at the toes of your year. Meaning your year now, your head was formed, was formed you know, 12, almost 12 months ago, your head, you had this thing in your head, and, and then you create your body. Your body is created. That's called a, the goof of a person. His whole year is one big body of, of your life, is this year, 2019, 2020, tough should pay. Okay, now, let's get a little bit uh, more, that's macro, that's as macro as we're going to start right now, which means that's the general picture. Now let's get a little bit more into Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot. Um, you know what? I don't want to forget this point, so let me say it now. This is parenthetical, and this is the importance of your head on Rosh Hashanah. Why do they talk about don't sleep on Rosh Hashanah, don't um, uh, eat bitter things, uh, you're doing this on Rosh Hashanah. If you sleep, you're, right? What do they say? If you sleep on Rosh Hashanah, you're going to have a sleepy year. Come on. If I do this on Rosh Hashanah, that's what's going to happen during the year. Come on. Right? Who are you fooling? Okay. So just to explain that on the side a little bit, but just this brings out the point, is that if, God forbid, you have a baby who, is, who, has, who has a problem when it's being born, when the baby's being born, better, I'm sorry, when the baby is being created in the mother's womb, if that baby has difficulty with something in their head, in their brain, 
that will affect their whole existence for the rest of their life. If that fetus has a problem with its toes or its fingers, it's not going to affect the existence of that baby like, God forbid, if the fetus has a problem with their brain. So since Rosh Hashanah is the Rosh of the year, and it's the recreation of man at that moment, and it's your head, so that's why you have to be so careful on the beginning creation of the person. Because if that's a little bit off, then the rest is going to be off as well. For example, you're going ahead and you're building a building in your brain. You have a blueprint. If the blueprint is off, what's going to happen when the workers actually build what it is? They're following the blueprint. It's going to be a little bit messed up. That's the importance of the day of Rosh Hashanah. Okay? That's why it begins with the head. Okay, next. Next part. Let's talk about Rosh Hashanah. Actually, question, comments before we go to the next stage. Was that clear? Any questions, any comments, clarifications, more? I'd rather have clarification questions or questions of, of uh, lack of understanding or comments that are in line with it. Not Keep the questions uh, focused on that, yes? What does that mean? That's, that's, what, what do you mean? It's important. The import, what's, let me ask you guys a question. What's more important, your head or your heart? So a doctor who's a cardiologist will tell you what? The heart. The brain surgeon is going to tell you the head. But everybody will agree that if, God forbid, someone's heart stops, that's not as dangerous as if someone, God forbid, his brain stops. If your brain dead, you're dead. If your heart dead, they could still... Correct. Exactly. So your brain is the most, right? People ask the kasha, but I don't understand, which we're going to talk about soon. This yumtiv, you say that this yumtiv is the most important, and Pesach is the most important because I have this. And this one you have, Yom Kippur is the most important. And this Hanukkah is the most important. The answer is, correct. Do you need your kidneys to live? Yes. Are they important? Yes. You need your heart to live? Yes. Are they important? Yes. You need your brain to live? Yes. Are the things that are more important? Yes, they, they are. If someone says, give me your brain, like Shlomi just said, if you have a brain transplant, they've never had a brain transplant. You know why? Because it's not possible if you have a brain transplant. Because your brain is who you are. That's your brain. But the point is, you're saying, what does that mean with Judaism? Because everything in the, in the physical is a metaphor to the spiritual. So the reason Hashem gave us Rosh Hashanah is because we're being recreated and, our, and we're starting with our brain. It's the most important, it's the most important day to begin your, your year with. Does that answer? Okay. Just now let's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, He says, And then Shittif... Right, right. But in the beginning, right. Correct. That is Yoyim Adin. Correct. Correct. We're not going to get into Yoyim Adin tonight. Maybe a little bit, but that's a very good point. Correct. It's all b'machshava. Correct. So for 
Rashi That's where Rashi got it from. Rashi got it from Olam Machshava. Yeah. The whole year. That's why Ramayusha Feinstein could be wheeled into the hospital, into a, into a um, operating room during the year, and he says that if I would have had more clarity or daven differently or better on Rosh Hashanah, this wouldn't, this wouldn't be happening. So, it's not a punishment. Okay, good, good. That's already, you're already getting to what tshuva is, the details. Let's first get the, the, the macro. You obviously want to... We're going to get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that next. We'll get to the next. We'll get to the mean potatoes. Correct. That's more the macro. You're more in the micro of what to do. Correct. Okay. Now let's talk about Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, because it's good to know the holidays of a Jew and how they work. So Rosh Hashanah, again, represents your head which Shai is asking, what practically does that mean? We're going to talk about. But that's your head. Like the king wears a crown on his head. That's where you see who a person is, on his head. That's where it all begins, your head. All begins up in your mind. Now, what's the next step? We actually just spoke about it in the Seals Yisharim. What's the next step? The next step is that it goes from your head into your heart. What is your heart? Yom, who said that? Moshe. Is Yom Kippur. Why is your heart Yom Kippur? Because Yom Kippur is Levavo Yavin Vishav Verafa. Right? You do tshuva. You do tshuva. Where is tshuva? What do you do all of Yom Kippur? Where are you going? All over here. It's all your emotions. It's crying. It's time to think about your body, your physical body, what you've done who you are more emotionally. It's not about the way I want to live. It's, it's, it's more, you know, processing that into my heart. Do I feel Hashem? Am I connected to Hashem? Am I, am I living with Hashem? And then that's why it's all about the heart, because it's all about tshuva, which is in the heart. There's chachma, which is up in your head, and there's bina, which is in the lave. It's more of the emotion. You cry on Yom Kippur. You're sorry. Those are feelings. I feel bad. Those are all feelings that you have on Yom Kippur, which we're not talking so much about. God willing, after Rosh Hashanah, before Yom Kippur, we'll talk more of the details of, of what that means. Okay, question, comments on that? But that's basically the head is Rosh Hashanah and the heart is Yom Kippur. Again, we're not talking about... We're not talking, yeah. Sorry. Right, right. Correct. 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 Very good. Very good, Ellie. The Averus begin with and the heart. In your mind, you know you're not going to do it. Beautiful. Very good, Ellie. Which means what? Your head's not with you. So if your head was with you, you would never do the Avera. Beautiful, Ellie. Good point. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 
That what? You're only, you're only, it's what only you know to create further. Okay, good, good. Say it. You're asking a good, good. Correct. Correct. But that's what you're doing. Correct. You're creating, what you're doing is you're creating, you're creating the blueprint for Gufa Basaresha Grara. Everyone knows what that means. Your body follows your head. When your head has clarity, if your body follows your head. That's the way it works. So Rosh Hashanah is where you get your head, you check your head. You get your head clear, you get your machshavos clear. Living that is already the next step, which we're going to talk about. Yom Kippur is where you get more into your, I don't really want to go, go so much over here, but I just, I'll, I'll just do it just to get the Yom Noraim in a little bit of a capsule over here. You have your head is Rosh Hashanah, your heart is Yom Kippur, and then what's Sukkot? What? Your body. Why? What do you do on Sukkah? Right? You sit your whole entire body in the Sukkah. Your body's in the sukkah. What does the lulav represent? Spine. The spine. What does the esrog represent? Your heart, right? Your, the hadasim are your eyes. The aravis are your lips, right? It's your kolat smosai tomar nashem michamocha. All of the, the dalad minim are there for your whole entire body to live Hashem. So now, by the time you're finished, then where do we end off? We end off what? Simchas Torah. What's Simchas Torah? What's Simchas Torah? You're, what are you using? But what do you use on Simchas Torah? Your feet. So you start with your head and you end Simchas Torah with your feet. So you have your whole body now is ready to serve Hashem. That's a little bit in the macro of where Rosh Hashanah stands. Rosh Hashanah begins with the head, etc. And goes on to your heart, which is Yom Kippur. And ends off Sukkot, which is your body your heel, your feet, end off everything on Simchas Torah, and you finish your journey of creating your body for the year. Question, comments, and then we're going to go more specific into Rosh Hashanah. So basically you're saying it's not a coincidence that like Sukkot is together. Correct, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Exactly. And they say, they say, by the way, just again, Agav, Parenthetically, Avram Avinu they talk about is Rosh Hashanah. Avram Avinu is the Chachma, which is he knows. He knows Yitzchak, even though Yitzchak is Din, but Yitzchak is, is, uh, the, um, is, is the heart, is the Tshuva, Yitzchak's Tshuva. And Yaakov, we know, is Sukkot, because Yaakov is the one right, who went ahead and lives as a Jew. That's how he lives. Yaakov Avinu is living. He's Das. Chachma, Bina, and Das. Anyone know what Chachma, Bina, and Das is? Let's just do it quickly. Chachma is... Ready for Chachma? Here's Chachma. I'll do Chachma. You have a calculator, somebody? Can I have a calculator? Here's Chachma. Chachma is this. Ready for Chachma? I'm doing 9654 times 9654 equals... 93,199,716. That's Chachma. That's Chachma. That's it. That's a fact. It's Chachma. Bina. What's Bina? Bina is 1 plus 1 is 2. 
Oh, one and another one is two. Oh, so that means 93,109,000. If I went ahead and I times this number, nine, six, five, four, times nine, and I, then you understand how that works. That's Bina. Chachma is the facts. Chachma is, thank you. Chachma is, there's a God. Of course I know there's a God. Of course, everybody knows there's a God. If you ask any Christian, he'll tell you there's a God. Where did he get that from? Where did he get that from? Chachma, from who? Who did he get that from? Abraham. He got that from Avram. Why? Because Avram's the one who said there's a God. Where are the Arabs? You ask an Arab, Muslim, Allah. They believe in God. For real, they believe in God just like we. Where did they get that from? Avram. They got that from Ibrahim. That's where they got it from. Then you get into what? Bina. Then what do we do? We contemplate. We say, wait, if there's a God, hold up, wait. If there's a God, that means, where do I come in that picture? That means he had a purpose. That means there's a reason for things. Wait, wait, wait. That means that you can't just go ahead. See, the Goyim, the Christians and the Arabs, right, they don't do the Bina. Because if they did the Bina, they would say, oh, so then you can't just do what you want to do. You can't just, maybe they do a little bina, they try and do bina. But any, any Christian who, if you speak to any ger Christian, speak to any convert of how they became Jewish, I've spoken to a lot of them. Every time I've spoken to them, they say one thing. They say when they started thinking about how it works and they started reading the Bible and understanding and understanding and looking and seeing what happens, they're like, whoa, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. Until what? Until, until what, what happens? Then you get to the Das. When you have Chachma and Bina, then you get to Das. What is Das? Das is that I can't pick this up on Shabbos. Das is that when I tie my shoe, I got to tie my left shoe before my right shoe. Das means when I go to the bathroom, sorry to talk like this, when I go to the bathroom, I have to wipe myself with this hand and without this finger. What are we, nuts? That's crazy. The way I sleep, I can't sleep like this, I got to sleep like this. Every little thing I do, every little thing I do has some type of direction. Why? That's called Das. Das is that I live my Chachma and my Bina. Yaakov Avinu lives Avraham and Yitzchak. But first you have to begin in your head and here comes Rosh Hashanah. Question comes with that, now we start Rosh Hashanah more in a micro. Yes? What are Adasim again? are the eyes. They look like eyes. Yes, the Aravis are your lips. It's a medrash. You're, the lulav is a spine, and the heart is the esrog, and it says, which means my whole essence is, says God, says it lives God. Now let's get more specifically into Rosh Hashanah. Any other questions or comments on that? Yes, Daniel. Das is I, I, I li- Das means his chabras. The Adam yada is chava ishto. It means I'm living it. I'm doing it. I know, I know there's a God. I understand there's a God. I'm connected with him. I'm with him. I live it. He's there with me right now. It's not just up here. It's in my toes. It's in my feet. It's all over. I'm living it. I'm, 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 I'm actualizing everything I'm doing. I'm in the sukkah. Um, it's all there. It's not just up here. 
Bina is understanding. Bina. Bina is understanding. Yeah. Bina is the process before you get to living it. You're like, wow. Ah. Oh, ah. Oh, now I understand. Bina is believe. Ah. Oh. Das is I'm living it. It's a reality. Who said that? Aroni. Correct. Aroni. It's reality. No, no. He's a, why, why, no, no. No, it's true. Real, reality means is that it's, I mean, right? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Right? I want to get up for chakras because I want to daven to Hashem. I want to daven to Hashem. I want to daven to Hashem because I want to thank Hashem and I recognize that I need Hashem in my life. That's the Bina. And I realize that when I get up for chakras, I'm doing the right thing and it makes me feel good. So then what? Do you have any suffix then to get up for chakras? No. You're out. That's living it. I'm not looking at something because I know I'm not looking at something. I don't want to look at it. I know it's bad for me. That, that's it. I acted. That's Das. Got it? The Jews are the only ones with the Das. We're the only ones who actually live every second of our life with God, which is what we're going to get to right now. Okay, we good? Anybody else? Yes, Rev Yehuda. I just want to say very, very quick. Yeah. Uh, Mm. And I met a Yid over there. He was born and raised in China and escaped the whole system over there. And then he ended up years down the line becoming Jewish. And he said, right, we asked him, like, why Judaism? He said, because I never stopped searching. And he said that I didn't want to have to look at the whole Jewish thing. Like, I had this feeling like, like, oh, like I don't want to check that out. He said, but when you keep on searching, it's impossible that you're not going to end up by Judaism. So just, Beautiful. So just as a support for whatever you're saying. Beautiful. Right? It's true. Thank you, Rev. Yehuda. Right. Go ahead, Rev. Yehuda. No, it's true. Because that's Bina. He was doing Bina and Bina and trying to understand. And then you just end up living it. That's what happens. Okay. Okay, now let's get into Rosh Hashanah specifically. The Avoda of Rosh Hashanah, the Avoda of what I want to have my head filled with on Rosh Hashanah. So if the, the, one of the ways for a person to understand the Yomtev and to understand what it is, is to look at what Anshe Knesset HaGedola were masaking in our davening. What did the, the Anshe Knesset HaGedola, the men of great assembly, why did they put this tefillah together for Rosh Hashanah? So if you look at the tefillah, we'll just give a quick look. It's good in general if you have a chance before Rosh Hashanah to go through it because it'll help you tap into what Rosh Hashanah. Because otherwise what happens, what is Rosh Hashanah? What is Rosh Hashanah? Am I scared? Am I not scared? Averis, Chuva, right? It's very complex. So the best way is to try and be, take your head off, put it on the side, and have the tefillahs create what Rosh Hashanah really, really, truly is. Because you're going to say, oh, I'm bad. It's Yom Adin. It's all these things. I'm being judged. All of that. That's not for us to do. That's for God to do. God's job on Rosh Hashanah is to do what? To judge us. Our job is to do what? What? No. No. Good, good. No. Do not ask, you're not asking for any forgiveness on Rosh Hashanah. You're not asking for anything for yourself. I'll hate, I'm sorry, that save eight days later. By judgment... The judge looks at your record, at your criminal history. One second, good. Record, good, so. good, good. But that's his business. We're talking about what my business is. <clears throat> let's, let's get clear. Hold up. Good, good. I don't want, I don't want, 
Let, let me first explain and then we'll break it down psychologically. Okay? Okay? Meaning like this. Rosh Hashanah has nothing to do with... Get this in your heads, guys. Rosh Hashanah has nothing to do with asking forgiveness. How do I know that? I know that for two reasons. Number one, I've learned about Rosh Hashanah, and no one says that it's about asking for forgiveness. That's number one. Number two, if you look at the tefillahs about Rosh Hashanah, they say, Bedafka. You're not supposed to ask and be masker anything about your Averis. You're not supposed to mention anything about your Averis. That's why it's called Bakesa Liom Chagenu. It's hidden. Your Averis. You don't even eat nuts on Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because nuts are gematria what? Egos is gematria chet. That's weird. I'm not eating something that's gematria chet. Why? It's nothing about chet. It's not about me on Rosh Hashanah. It's not about, I did wrong, I'm a bad guy, I'm a this. Hashem's not interested in hearing that on Rosh Hashanah. He doesn't want to hear about you on Rosh Hashanah that I'm a bad guy. Can we do it? No. Nope. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Zero. Bemis. No shaykhus. It's a big, it's a big, it's a big... Um, miss, miss, big. So okay, go. We'll get to judgment in a second. We'll, we'll get to judgment. We'll get to judgment. Speaking, someone who's clueless about Rosh Hashanah. Correct. Who's just chilling hard. Let's say he just he has no idea. He's out of touch. We'll get up, and he's just having. He's chilling. Let's say he's smoking or anything about it. He'll have a better time than someone who's crying on Rosh Hashanah. Okay. Wait, I'm, again, again, I'm not. I'm not talking about two different. I'm not. I'm just saying like this. Let's understand. I got you. I got you. I'm saying like this. One second. One second. One second. Let's now understand what the avod of Rosh Hashanah. Shai, you had a question. Someone there were two. Moshe. Quick. Right. Right. Good. That's the famous question. Hopefully, through this, you'll have a clarity. Hopefully, through all that we're talking about, you'll have an answer to that question. Right. Correct. Yes. Man, that's fine. That, that's fine. But that has nothing to do with Rosh Hashanah. Great. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's a separate. That, yes, that's fine, Moshe. That's fine. Okay, guys. Guys, let, let's, let's get the focus over here. Yeah, we ready? Says, says, um, says the Anshe Knesset Agadola. What am I davening for on Rosh Hashanah? Let me ask you guys a question. You say, Zachreinu l'chaim, melechafetz b'chaim. Right, we're going to start that on Rosh Hashanah. Remember me for life, melechafetz b'chaim. We're going to go ahead and say, b'sefer chaim, brachim Let's say you miss that in your tefillah. Do you have to go back? No. You do not have to go back. But let's say you didn't say HaMelech HaKadosh. Do you have to go back? Yes. So what do you see from there? What's more important? HaMelech HaKadosh. Says the tefillah. And so, instill your awe, O Hashem, our God, within all of your works. Rosh Hashanah is, we're asking for God to bring Yira into the world. Bring the awareness that you are in the world, that everything and everybody will bow down to you. 
Everybody will go ahead and come together in order to serve you. That's the first tefillah. The first tefillah on Rosh Hashanah is, What I want on Rosh Hashanah is that the world will be aware of God. And when I say the world, what do I mean? Who has the mask? Be the change you want to see in the world, which means who's the world? I'm the world. The tzaddikim say, when you say, you know who you're referring to? God, bring Yira into my life. I want to be someone who has fear of you. I want someone who wants to be aware of you. I want someone in something that everything I'm doing, there's a consciousness of you. Shimshin says that the whole, like Rebbe was saying before the Rosh is when a man was created the head, he says before the head of uh, he stretched from top to bottom and correct. to left. He was able so to see the whole, the, correct. The human, he was the world, the whole, correct. The world. He was the whole world. Yeah. And then he became very small. Uh, yeah. Correct. Number two. Then what do we say? Give honor to who? The Jewish people. You're asking that the Jewish people have honor. Then you could daven for no more anti-Semitism. You could daven that people are safe. You could daven for the Jewish people. It's a kiddush Hashem. People who fear Hashem will be praised, not mocked. People who are fearing Hashem. Oh, those charedim. Oh, those yeshiva bachrim. Oh, those rabbis. That's what you daven for. That there should be glory. There should, be, there should be kavod. There should be honor. Not honor for the rich and famous, but honor for those who are learning Torah, for those who have yira. That's what we ask for. And then he says, the tzaddikim will be happy. Okay, he continues, v'chol harisha, what else do you daven for? All wickedness. All wic- wickedness. All of my wickedness will be gotten rid of. I want to have clarity the whole year of pure connection to you, Hashem. Pure understanding that you run my life, you run my world. And my world is, that's why I said this morning in Masil Yasharim, the best thing you could do on Rosh Hashanah is try not to judge anyone for negative. Try not to judge anyone and to realize it's all from Hashem. It's one of the things I, I, I'm going to give out I'll send out the list of the things to focus on. That's one of the things. Everything that happens is, that's how you want to start your head off. Everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be. Everything is for me. Everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be. That's what the Melech Rosh Hashanah is, is the primary focus. Everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be. That's why you're not supposed to get angry on Rosh Hashanah. Because that's exactly the way it's supposed to be. That's the life that I want to live with this clarity of Hashem. The Simlo Hashem Levadecha, you are the one who rules alone. You are the ruler. And last but not least is this tefillah that we end off with. Elokeinu Velokeavasenu, the Tzadikim say, Meloch al kol ha'olam. You, Hashem, be the king over the entire world. The Sasema says, over the world means what? Over me. The Chavetz Chaim says, from the Gemara and Brachas, 
When you say Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, anyone remember the Gemara Brachos? What does it say to have in mind? Anyone remember? What does it say, Shimon? What? Abaruchos. You're supposed to have east and west and up and down. It says the Chavetz Chaim, but don't forget the most important thing. What is that? That Hashem is the king on who? On me. Don't get lost. Oh, Hashem should be the king over Australia. Hashem should be the king over those guys. Those guys who live over there. Hashem should be the king over those people. No, 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 no. The main Hashem should be the king is over who? Over me. Meloch on myself. God, I want you to be, to be the melech on me. I want you to be the melech. That's why it's not about Averis. Averis is about me. This is not about me. This is not about, we don't start off our year saying, I got to be clean. Once I'm clean, then I'll serve God. No, I could be dirty. I could be a low life. I could be a this, I could be whatever it is. I need to stand my post and I need to be a soldier for God because God is the Melech. God is the one above who runs my life, who is my life and everything. And that's it. Whatever he decides to do, he's just. You are the tzaddik. You are the righteous one. It's not about what I've done wrong. It's about the fact that you rule the world. That's what he says. And what do we say? And then what does it say? Who is a kol asher neshama ba'apo? Anyone who has. It's one of the reasons, by the way, we blow shofar. Why do we blow shofar? What do we do when we blow shofar? Because what did God do when he created man? Vayipach ba'apav. God blew into us. Medilei nafach. What does that mean? Man de nafach, medilei nafach. The person who blows into you. Then that means each and every one of us have what? Have God in us. Hashem on Rosh Hashanah, what does he do? He goes like this. Why do we blow shofar? What are we doing? We're signifying that Hashem is doing what? He's blowing into us at that moment a new spirit, a new neshama. Especially this year where it's Shabbos. Holy cow. We'll be talking about it on Rosh Hashanah. To have Rosh Hashanah fall out on Shabbos is like yeah. the highest of the high. Yeah, because it's this. Is the pshat that Shabbos is that Bechina where you have a neshama Yisera. Hashem is blowing in. It's one of the reasons why they say, by the way, you like this one, Rabbi Hollander? Why you eat a tapuach? I think Ruf Hudner says this. Why do you eat a tapuach, an apple? Why do you eat an apple? Everyone eats an apple dipped in honey. So he says, because it's Meloshan Napach, tapuach. It's a representation of a nipuch that a Baruch Hu blew into us. So it's a simon that we have on Rosh Hashanah that Hashem is blowing into us new. He's recreating us. And what do we all say? What does a Jew is neshama ba'apo? What does he say? This is what he says. The Yomar kol asher neshama ba'apo. What is the tachlis of, of Rosh Hashanah? Now that I've blown that God blew into me, Hashem elokei Yisrael melech umalchuso ba'kol mashallah. God, you are the king. You rule everything. And as we end off, baruch Hashem melech al kol the purpose of Rosh Hashanah is to say Melech. That's why people have the minog when you say HaMelech. Right? Everyone clap. Because what do they do? What do they do? When the king comes by 
and they say, HaMelech, you're crowning, it's a carnage. Why do you do Tashlich? Everybody wants to know. Why do you do Tashlich? Look it up. What's the reason you do Tashlich? Everyone says why to do what? Throw Yaveras. No. No. That's not why you do Tashlich. No. It's a remez. It's nice. It's also brought down. That's not the Icar reason. Look at Shulchan Aruch. I'm not making up a fairy tale. The reason you do Tashlich is why? One of the reasons brought down, anyone know? When they used to coronate a king and they used to make someone a king, what would they do? They would take him down to the river and they would do it over there. Why? Because they would say, just like this flows and flows for a long time, so too your kingdom should flow for many, many years. So one of the reasons that we go down to Tashlich is because this is the day that what are we doing? We're crowning Hashem. We're crowning the Jewish people as the Ein Melech Am. God is the king of the world. And who is the one who says, you are the king, you are the king. The rest of the world hates us. Why do the rest of the world hate us? Because we remind everybody, as one of the philosophers, Yamach Shemam, what they said is what? The Jews are what of the world? The conscious. Where does consciousness come from? From the Seichel. Because we know the truth. We know that who runs the world? God runs the world. That's where guilt comes from. The guilt of our Averis comes from that because we know the truth. We know the MS. We know the truth. We try to forget the truth. But you can't forget it. You can't forget the truth. Someone had their hand up. Daniel. Yeah, okay, good. They do say, right, you throw. So first of all, you don't throw things in the water. You're not supposed to throw things in the water. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I'll pick a ball or someone brings it down. They say that Sadiqib used to go after the Rebbe when he'd throw in the Tashlich his Averis and they'd go get his Averis that they should be Halavai. His Averis should be our mitzvahs. Shiraim. Okay, good. That, but that's not, that's a, it's not. You don't want mine. You don't want my stuff. Okay, I think that's it. We'll wrap up for that for now. Uh, question, comments, and I think we did a little a dent in the uh, understanding of what uh, Rosh Hashanah is. And again, I want to remind you, Rosh Hashanah is not about you feeling guilty and doing wrong. You got eight more days for that, which we'll talk about. That's a different conversation. The point of Rosh Hashanah is about God. It's about Hashem. So yes. my life should be better next year? Huh? And I ask for things for myself? Mm-hmm. That makes it about me, though. That's fine. But it's Laman Hashem. Just to mention what Shlaim is asking. Are you allowed to ask for things on Rosh Hashanah? The answer is absolutely yes. Ask Hashem, ask Hashem, ask Hashem that you're close with Him. Ask Him for whatever you mean. But the most of it, it's fine. You can always ask and talk to Hashem for anything. The key, though, is, is to don't get lost in yourself. It's about Hashem. Hashem, you're the Melech. Hashem, you're the Melech. There's enough time in Aser Shmei Tshuva and on Yom Kippur to ask for things. You can ask that, give me these things so I could serve you better. Give me these things so I could be a better Jew. Give me these things so I can understand myself because I know that that's the purpose of the world. Get a little bit more creative. Is it more different than any other day? Because yeah, it's Russian. asking for yourself instead of it's not yourself. Right, correct. Right, correct. That's, that's why I'm saying be a little bit more creative. 
It's for me so that I can serve you. It's for me so I can be a better, be, be a better me, so I can understand myself better, so I can therefore fulfill my purpose in the world, which is to do what? To be a ma'amachiu. Exactly. That's why we say, Lemancha Elohim Chaim. For you, Zachreinu Chaim, Melachavit Chaim, Chasenu Zeh Rechaim. Why? Lemancha. For you, at the end of the day. That's what Rosh Hashanah is about. It's not about me, it's about God. And they say the greatest way that you can escape the din, just to bring it back to Yom Adin, as Shlaimi was asking earlier. So, where does Yom Adin fall in this? The greatest way to get the judge, so to speak, to have Rachamim, as, as Akiva Hatzadik was telling us, that Allah b'machshava livra b'minas adin, and then we go, Hashem goes from kise adin to kise Rachamim, when you stand and you say, Hashem, you are the king. And whatever it is that you decide, I'm okay with, and that's okay. You know what we do? We throw a party. They say a mushal that, uh, that the guy was sentenced to death, right? He was sentenced to death, and, uh, and it was the king's birthday in the middle of his sentencing within those months. And what did he do? He went ahead and threw a massive party. For what? It's the king's birthday. It's the king's birthday. So he's like, long live the king. Long live the king. And he did it for real. Oh, he's sentenced to death. Long live the king. Long live the-, the king heard about it. He's like, holy cow, that guy is celebrating me? And we put him to death? He says, a person like that, I want part of my kingdom. So they say, so too. A person comes, Yom Adin. A person could say, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You go ahead and you dance and you celebrate. That's why on Rosh Hashanah, of Yom Adin, we should be wearing black. We should be sad and depressed, sackcloth, come into court like Tishabov. Like tish we should come, we should fast, should not eat. There's an Indian of Simchas, there's a whole Shaila, Simchas Yomtiv, whether it's a Yomtiv, Yayin, you're supposed to, you're not supposed to, it's the whole thing. Why? Because us Jews say, Hashem, you're the king, you're the man, you know what you're doing, it's your world. I love you and want you. And I'm all about you. Whatever you do, you do. I'm okay with everything. That's the highest level. And that is mamtik, the din. That sweetens any din. Okay, Hashem should help all of us. We should be zocha, ksivach, simatova. All we got to do, again, all we got to always remember to do is, is read what the svarim tell us. Read what the siddur tells us. Don't assume that you know what you're talking about. Read it. Understand it. We should all be zocha to have an incredible, incredible... Rosh Hashanah together. Shkoch, everybody.